1: Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Well, including? The food that goes with food. it. Food, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, Bryden's doing videos, uh, well, he's, I say he's doing them, He's he showed us a couple of the videos yesterday that he uh, filmed on the trail, the through hike, of a bunch of good to go, uh-huh. different meals, and yeah. so these are going to be fun for everybody to watch. Uh gives you his rating on different good to go meals that he had while through hiking the CDT. Uh, those will be on YouTube, on gear 30s, YouTube page. Not tomorrow. Not right now. They're coming. Cause we're still wrapping them up, but it'll, they'll, they'll cool. be this summer. We're going to release them and, and, uh, they're funny. Nice. They're funny. Uh, any guesses to which one is the, the best flavor so far? Uh, of good, to, good go? to go. I don't yeah. know what the flavors are. Oh, well, yeah. Um, then it's hard to guess.
1: Good <laughs> <laughs> to go
0: meals. Good to go meals. Good to go meals. And let's see, was there a bad? Yeah, there was one that was just okay. But I only saw three, and he has like ten of them that each that he recorded.
1: All right, so let's see under shop all food. Let's see, so they've got. Herbed mushroom risotto, pad thai, thai curry, Mexican quinoa bowl, beep. Huh? <laughs> Beepimbop? bop <Beep-dee-bop>. S- <laughs> Smoked three bean chili, classic marinara with pasta, Indian vegetable korma, chicken gumbo, oatmeal, granola, kale, and white bean stew. That's gotta be it. <laughs> no. Um, New England corn chowda. Yeah, they've got a, some great flavors, like, you know, kale and
0: kale <laughs> and white bean stew. Come on now. <laughs> uh, but the chicken gumbo is sold out online.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chicken gumbo, yep.
0: On sale's New England clam chowder. Apparently, nobody likes <laughs> nobody that one. Nobody likes that one. Yeah.
1: So, I'm going to guess, just because based on all of these that I'm seeing, I'm going to guess Thai curry. Uh, just... Because Cute. of what I would like. Yeah. Um, okay. Not the herb mushroom risotto? Uh, that does sound good. I, I do like mushroom. I really like pad thai. I like pad thai. So I'm going to do Thai curry or kay. smoke three bean chili.
0: He loves oh. the Thai curry. Does it? Like, yeah. loves the Thai curry. Huh. Yeah. So watch for that review coming out. That's the one he could not. It's like, whoa, this is really good. Yeah, what's bibimbap? Uh, be <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm okay. looking at okay. like go. it. Are good to go. Spicy
1: Korean mixed rice with sesame, carrots, and spinach. That's what that is. Are these it's all vegan? Bibimbap. I think they. Wait a minute. Are these all uh, vegan? Gluten free, vegan. Yeah. Are they all vegan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean.
0: Or vegetarian or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um. I say ugh, but. uh. There's a lot of advantages to vegan.
0: Well, there. Well, you seen Game Changers?
1: Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, Game
0: Changers on Netflix. So I have a friend of mine who, uh, was point Posted on Facebook, he was lifting weights and he had like the best day ever because he'd recently saw Game Changers and apparently accepted that he was now vegan or (laughs) vegetarian or whatever. Yeah, and he went and like crushed it on the treadmill or something and was like, "Yep, I knew it, knew it." Like (laughs) best decision of my life. And I saw that and I was like, "Uh, okay, well, let me watch Game Changers. I'm gonna watch that show because I've been reading a bunch of recently about carnivore diets and how this, if you have disease, uh, if you've had a lifelong uh, disease, inflammatory disease types, that by eliminating the different foods, you can narrow it down to maybe what it was. Um, it was uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela Peterson, who, who experiences. What I fell. I don't know how that, I found her website, but uh, she calls it the Lion Diet, and uh, basically just eats meat. And she did it by uh, trying to figure out. She had all these things going wrong. Autoimmune and, you know, auto, issues, and auto stuff. issues and things. So she ends up like, you know what? I, I'm I eat meat. That's it. And it worked for her. And her and problems weird. went away. Yeah, problems went
1: away. Okay. And then he started doing it too. And he. He had a heard bunch of problems too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson and and his problems went away too. He, I don't know if he's just eating meat now, but for, uh, I heard him talk one time and he said, yeah, I'm pretty much just eat meat and one type of green, leafy vegetable. Or yeah, something.
0: and she just introduced like a fish or something recently, but I thought, well, and at the same time, I saw this other guy on who's training on Instagram who. He's like carnivore guy. Because carnivore diet is like his training. It's been training for about a year and a half now or something. Um, and he's a rower he's in his 50s. You guys probably know who it is if you've to this guy. And he's he's all over Instagram. And he eats meat. That's what he does. He eats meat. I'm like, how does anybody <laughs> honestly do that? And the claims are the performance is off the charts. I have no diseases. I've got, I'm have got i crushing all the things. All right. And so then at the, so I watch Game Changers and it's like, yeah, anybody who eats meat is screwed. (laughs) Right. And anybody who's a vegetarian is crushing all the things. And they've got these famous people in there and these athletes that are Olympians and they're like vegetarians. I'm like, yeah, I need, obviously I need to be vegetarian. And then like the thing pops, the alert pops up that some meat eater just posted something on social media. I'm like, wait, no, nope, (laughs) nope. I should probably just go straight meat instead. I'm like, so it gets like okay wait a minute what is going on here like what right what's the common theme and really it's like whole foods yeah are good for you no sugars you drop the sugars and and we're just we're raised on it we were raised on cereal in the morning that's full of sugar and crap and soda pop is like the American pepsi cola and coca-cola are like the american soft drink you know your board you're raised well. No uh, religious purposes. Maybe you don't didn't drink as much soft drink, but it's still like the the root beers and the shastas. Oh and yeah. the stuff I, I mean I, it's still chunk full of sugar. I
1: drink I drink plenty of that stuff.
0: I had a lemonade.
1: I'm yeah. like, oh I'll, I'll, so much sugar! I couldn't even <laughs> drink it. <laughs> yeah, a canned lemonade. Yeah.
0: Holy cow! That is like jolt, man.
1: Well, yeah. So I went. I like Chick fil A. And uh, how dare you? <laughs> no, how dare you? I know. <laughs> I know, um, but I like Chick-fil-A, and and so when I go there, they have good lemonade, and so it's like, well... But they have, like, real lemonade. Real lemonade. Yeah. So, when I'm at Chick-fil-A, I have to get the lemonade, because yeah. it's a real lemonade, but I drink it, and it's just like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> that's so, so sweet, you know, almost to the oh. point where I, like, I now choose not to get the lemonade, because it's almost too sweet that I, like, it makes my eyes go cross-eyed it's so uh, sweet yeah
0: you don't want that you can stay, you can stay that way <laughs> right. so when you were young and doing most of your mountaineering was you when you were a little younger but you still have done um some pretty long bike rides and some races and things did you change your diet leading up to any of these races or have you noticed a, a difference or anything
1: well so that was the thing is as a, as a younger person i just ate whatever i had the
0: beauty of being in your
1: 20s Right. When I was bike racing in my early 20s, I would get done with a a long ride or something, or or uh, you know, I'd get done with my workout, and I would drink uh, a pint of chocolate milk as my recovery drink. And if I did not it, the
0: worst I, recovery drink, by the way, no, it's a pretty good one actually. It's a
1: good one. And um, I mean, now everybody's like anti anti dairy. Everybody hates dairy because. Um,
0: well, choose a reason. I mean,
1: yeah, lots of reasons. If you're a Bernie supporter, then you, then and you hate dairy, then you go flash everybody. Did you hear about that? Oh, the, I saw the, it. Actually. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Oh, I looked it up. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It happened.
0: Heard about yeah. that. i was just like, they what the heck? I don't know what that.
1: No, I don't know. I'm
0: not sure if that pushes the agenda in the right direction or whatever. No, but they I'm got sure a l- they got a little just, attention that just, day. Just That's a, pretty great. Yeah.
1: Uh, get more get more Instagram followers. Did you,
0: did you know like you just like the taste of it did you notice a recovery difference was it
1: so i had i started doing that because i had read a study where they did they took some athletes and and it was kind of a blind study or double blind study they took some athletes they tested their recovery without a recovery drink with a recovery drink and then with chocolate milk versus other recovery drinks and the chocolate people that took chocolate milk as a recovery drink recovered faster the the their output the next day after, after that hard workout with the chocolate milk recovery drink, they could put out more the next day than all the other people. So that's what I started doing, and and uh, I love chocolate milk. And <laughs> I don't. It was a hard sell. It, it could have been yeah. a placebo, like the placebo effect. I just <laughs> thought I was good. I felt great when I would, when I drink chocolate milk after a workout, um, and if I didn't, the next day I felt tired. I felt. Yeah. And I struggled a little more. And so I would do that, but I ate plenty of crap. I mean, I remember at the time I was also... I was going to school and I was uh, doing uh, construction for my job. Well, uh, a physical I, job. Yeah, I was, I was installing carpet and wood floors and tile and all that stuff. And so I was doing that like 8, 9, 10 hours a day. You're burning some calories. And then I would get off work and go for a bike, go for a bike ride or go rock climbing or whatever else. And so I remember I was just eating anything I could find to eat because I was just hungry all the time. Yeah. And uh, I decided one week to, or one day that I was just going to count the calories for that day to see how much I ate. And I'm trying to remember what I had for lunch. I think I had a full little Caesars pizza.
0: Like the whole thing.
1: The entire thing. Pepperoni. Leftover leftover lasagna that my mom had made the night before, string cheese, nuts, like almonds or something like that, nuts, and like some food from the guys that I worked with that they weren't finishing their lunch or something. Anyway, I added up my calories, and I was eating like 7,000 calories. Whoa. Yeah. Well... It was...
0: Wasn't that swimmer the gold medal swimmer Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps eating like ten thousand plus yeah, calories a day? Like or something like that,
1: just crazy. But I was eating a ton and I wasn't gaining weight. I was like one hundred and sixty-five pounds, 6'2", 165. I felt like I was fine, but I would just eat anything that would get near me, and oh. and it would just, <laughs> babies. And I did <laughs> right, and it just um, I don't know. I just felt like I just felt fine. But as I got older, I started to notice that, man, if I eat very much sugar, I have a headache. I don't think very clearly. I feel uh, again, lower motivation. I, I'll wake up in the morning. and Yeah, but you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm pushing 33. How? Old? What? We're in 2020? I'm 30 th- <laughs> 33, I think. I'm 33. Yeah, I'm at least 10 years old. Yeah, so... Anyway, so I, I didn't notice it as, at a younger age. But as I've gotten older, I've noticed that the food that I eat makes a huge difference uh, on how I feel. And as far as performance goes, I, I haven't really competed at that high level in quite a few years. So I'm not sure as far as performance. Um, but just how I feel generally, I notice a big difference. Now, I last summer uh, in May, I think it was May. Or April, I forget one of those months. I decided to te- try out the keto diet because I needed to lose some weight before a bike race in July, and I wanted to lose like thirty pounds or something like that. And thought in, keto diet. How di- long? Like two, it, three months. It was like yeah, like three months. Um, so yeah, it was the race was beginning of July, so I had June, May, and April. So it was like two and a half months. Um, but I did a
0: lot of weight in two and a half months. Yeah, and so I think sustainably, if they say if you lose anywhere between one, two would be like the max. Two per pounds week. per week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that would have been so I had about twelve weeks, ish to ten to twelve weeks to do it, and I was trying to. So twenty-four weeks and or
0: twenty-four pounds in three months. Yeah, It was
1: great. And I I ended up only losing. Twenty pounds.
0: Probably ten the first two weeks too. Yeah. You switch to keto, it drops like. Yeah.
1: But I was also – I noticed that when I switched to keto, I was peeing all the time, yeah. which is a common thing. You don't re- retain water like you do. And so mm-hmm. I lost a ton of weight, but a lot of it I'm pretty sure was water weight. And I noticed I was having to just drink electrolytes all the time. Did you get cramps? Um, no, I didn't. But I, but I had read online, like, y- you hear about the keto flu. Keto cramps, too. And yeah. keto cramps and stuff. And that's because you – Flush out all the electrolytes out of your body, and then your, and then your sodium's low, and all the other stuff is low, and so you get headaches and you feel like crap, and, and so I, knew about that, so I was just, you know, adding, adding salt and other things to, and drinking electro, electrolyte drinks and stuff, um, all the time, and so I didn't really, I don't think I cramped, uh, I didn't really get the keto flu or anything like that, I felt okay. Um, and I noticed after I did it for about a week, I started to feel actually pretty good. In the morning when I'd wake up, I'd usually be kind of sore sore and stiff. I noticed that I wasn't sore and stiff. My joints didn't oh, so hurt. So
0: off the diet, you were sore. Yeah. On the diet, you were on keto, you felt better.
1: Right, right. And um, so all of that was good. But then I started noticing that... <coughs> just kind of corns I started hallucinating seeing (laughs) seeing dead people okay okay. so I'm Um, not the only one yeah I started noticing that like my muscles started just twitching randomly all the time like occasionally that happens to me but it started happening to me all the time and so I was thinking what's going on with this so I I looked up on (coughs) YouTube the um Mm. place where I go for all knowledge and um Googled YouTube on YouTube. I guess I didn't Google. Searched I it. Searched, searched it. Yeah. Google's the other place right that has all the knowledge. Right. So I searched on YouTube um, what my issues were with the keto diet, and I started finding all of these videos of these keto experts talking about. Okay, when you run into this problem, this is what you do. When you run into this problem, this is what you do. Oh, and drink all. drink this bone marrow when you have this problem, and drink this <laughs> yeah. thing when you have this problem, and eat this when you have this problem, and. That's and easy. I'm just thinking, well, oh, this got a lot more complicated than it initially seemed." And not only that, but I was craving fresh fruit. Mm. And I just in my mind like fresh fruit's healthy. There's no reason. No. No. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. It's got sugar in right. it. Right. <laughs> and so, um, on the keto diet, I was eating like one small apple a day. Um that was kind of like the the well, carbs that I allowed myself. Are you really myself. even keto right. at this point? It's <laughs> like weird that's a good point you gotta <laughs> got a point there um, unless you're peeing on sticks every hour right which i yeah. i never did and no. ne- yeah i wasn't a hardcore keto and i'm sure that if there are keto people listening they're gonna claim i never was on could keto. could
0: you because you were having you were issuing these things and i i would say keto guy was probably telling you you're not getting enough fats more avocados that kind of stuff you
1: Oh, I was, I was eating like Two, av- two avocados a day. Yeah, lots of yeah. Almo- peanut, uh, oh, almonds. Almonds actually not allowed.
0: <clears throat> um, do you, could you see yourself going even more restrictive on keto to just meats?
1: No. Um, Carnivore diet. Yeah. So that, not me personally. Now, what I don't about just bacon. <laughs> Now I did enjoy that aspect of it like <laughs> yeah. um eating bacon and I didn't eat a lot of bacon but I did have I I rarely eat bacon now and but I love it and so on that diet I ate more bacon there is a, a ton butcher of avocados in town and
0: stuff and they sell steaks with the bacon wrapped oh, around it Oh man and little toothpicks through it mm. what's the name of that steak it is so they pre-season it for you you just go to the butcher and pick it up and it's like out of the back of this house in South Ogden <laughs>
1: best kind oh,
0: so good yeah i'm sure. so good we we order them for holidays like our christmas eve meal it's uh-huh. this oh, what is the name of that steak cut yeah anyway it's it's all the things that you're is it like
1: a bacon wrapped sirloin or something Bacon wrapped
0: greatest thing you've ever like yeah. put on your tongue
1: in your yeah. mouth
0: ever mm. as far as meat goes yeah it yeah,
1: sounds delicious anyway um, mountain man mountain
0: man steaks is what they're called
1: oh really yeah they're really good so, <clears throat> anyway, so I I ended up after doing about two weeks of kind of proper keto, I ended up switching and I added some fresh fruit and then I, well, I started doing research on all of these different diets and trying to figure out because my father-in-law at the time he went on a diet he was doing the whole thirty diet, I was doing keto. Um, let me guess, Whole Foods for thirty days? Is that what? Yeah, they're? I think something like that. I think I, that's. I, I for- I don't know. The, all the, But it was like it was similar to what I was doing, Probably except sustainable, except that you could have like fresh fruits and yeah. it's just like no processed foods. And mm-hmm. and then I was reading about a whole bunch of different diets, paleo diet and all these other different diets. And and um, the results that people were getting on all these different diets sounded very much the same. I lost all this weight, brain fog went away, I've got so much energy, I feel my skin looks better, I feel better, all this stuff. And all of these people are getting the same results on a variety of different diets. And I'm thinking, okay, so what are the common threads between these different diets? Because, uh, like... Everybody's uh, winning. Everybody's winning. Yeah. And what I realized is there was moderation, <laughs> in what people were eating. Mm. And um and part of it with the keto diet is when you're in ketosis, you're just not hungry that much. So you just don't eat a ton because you're just not that hungry. But moderation and no processed foods. That was kind of the those were like the two things that I saw in every single diet, no processed foods and, and moderation and and so I was thinking, okay, like I'm just going to continue the diet but I'm gonna add as long as it's like fresh whole food type food, not processed. I might add that and I'm going to try to keep it in moderation. And I continued to lose weight, but I, I did feel better. I didn't have the same muscle twitches and other funky things. Yeah, um, Keto
0: to me is so hard to sustain. I can, I can get a week to, I've, d- I've done it for two, a little over two weeks before. And I'm like, how do these people do this for months? Yeah. Keto for months or years. You know what? Even? They, they, they have, they get really good at cooking. You know, like they right. have the recipes and these different foods because I ended up like it's the same eggs and stuff. Like I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know. I, I don't have enough variety and now I'm bored and I don't, I don't right. eat these things. And then this carnivore diet comes along and they just eat meat. Right. Like meat. Right. Not even chicken and necessarily like beef. Like it's, like some, some of them do chicken and bacon and eggs even, but some of them just do beef and I'm like oh my god like three times a day like you just here's my yeah, that's two steak lunch or whatever I don't it blows me away and they're hey if you're listening to this podcast and you you, sh- you should message us on Instagram gear underscore three zero and tell us how carnivore diet is working for you because I, I haven't met anybody in person who's car- full carnivore I mean vegans vegetarians keto. everyone's done keto like I meet all these people I've never met anyone who's actually done the carnivore diet. You should message it. DM us on Instagram <laughs> yeah. and tell us how you, how do you do it? Like, how does it work for you? And are you outdoorsy? Are you going mountain biking? Are you rock climbing? Are you are you able to sustain like um, movement and energy? Cause that's the other thing that i would like well i guess but this guy who's like a rower and crushing it and all he eats is meat
1: yeah it's all i need so the other what's interesting to me is so i've got a friend um that lives up by me and i used to do a bunch of mountain biking and trail running with him um he has a friend from high school who's an ultra runner and he's been he's been winning all these 200 mile races all over and uh you know, it's interesting. Are you really an ultra runner if you're not running 200
0: miles? 200 miles, dude. <laughs> it's just 200 crazy. miles. I so remember. So the 50K was 30, right? That's the longest I've gone. 32. 32. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I could probably do another two, <laughs> three miles, you know? <laughs> like, you really don't want to do 100 or, you know, like a yeah. 70 mile or, or 70 more, which would be around 100 miles. Like, you've done 100. Like, that is very far. Because um, after a marathon, I'm tired. <laughs> right. Like that's 26 miles. <laughs> like, I'm tired. <clears throat> you know what? Do that like eight times. <laughs> for no apparent reason. Right. Other than to win, I guess this kid's winning. So he's winning yeah. 200s, huh?
1: Yeah. 200s. Yeah, and it's. Um, that's insane. And so, talking to this friend of mine, I was asking him, so, was he a good athlete in high school and stuff? He's like, yeah, he was okay. He wasn't anything, like, great, anything special. Apparently, he. He really kind of got into, I guess he had a big accident. I wish I could remember his name. I'm sure you look him up. And the guy that's winning all the 200s, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, from okay. uh, Lives up I'll in, it. like, Hiram, Utah. Okay. Um, anyway, apparently, if I'm remembering right, he got in an accident years ago. And was really injured. And um, uh, shortly after that, he, I forget, was it like a snowboarding accident or something? I forget, but... But anyway he took up trail running took up ultra running um and he started to excel and then he got into like really ultra ultra running like 200 mile races and he was struggling ultra ultra. yeah he was struggling to uh figure out his diet and and figure out a diet that he could he could run 200 miles without his stomach just going totally Mm. wonky and and uh, apparently years ago, like a few years back when he started doing it, that was the thing that was holding him back is he would, he'd do really, really well and he'd feel good physically, but his stomach would go sour. So he figured it out and this, the last couple of years he's just been destroying the field in these 200 mile races and he's doing the keto diet, I think. Now I don't quote me on this. I think this is what my my buddy said is but it's not that he's on like a, a keto vegan diet, Ve-
0: vegetarian, no, vegan. They say vegan, Be-gen. vegan, <laughs> a vegeta- <That's> both <laughs> vegan, vegan. That's vegan or vegetarian diet. He's gone because that game changers documentary you've seen it or haven't? It, it's on Netflix and uh, it's great uh, except for the fact that when you watch it, you're like, I will never eat meat again. I will forever be a vegetarian. Yeah. And then I'm doing that like eating a cheese. <laughs> eating <laughs> not a cheesesteak but like a like a what was i eating the other day i was watching it um uh it's leftover steak my wife had anyway i was eating soon after i watched it i'm like yeah that's I need, i'm hungry um <laughs> but it, it was the they pr- they show the evidence you know like they, they have like these football players who their blood tested after Eating meat versus the one guy who's a vegetarian. It's like, look how cloudy your butt is, and, listen. and I'm like, oh yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I would never want to eat meat. And their and the performance that these vegetarians are putting in is just unbelievable. They're they're fantastic. And so weightlifters, even and heavy lifters, and uh, without even eating any meat and lift outlifting the competition. That's right. Like, what the hell? But maybe it's just as simple as. Whole Foods, and then you choose what direction you want to go with it.
1: Yeah. Now, I've... Uh, so, my wife has been doing a lot of research um, on... This is
0: fun uh, not being a nutritionist, by the way.
1: Right. Right. We are not pure doctors. Pure we're not. N- yeah, exactly. S- but my wife's been doing a lot of research, and... But and uh,
0: she's a nutritionist.
1: Well, not really. Not <laughs> <laughs> But she likes <laughs> to good. play one on TV. Yeah. Um, so, she... She's... She was listening to a documentary, uh, and the doctors in this documentary were talking about foods and how they affect you, and, and our bodies having, um, like, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. what? Issues? Tr- yeah, Body issues? Yeah, what am I trying to, th- so like hay fever, what is that? Like, if you have hay fever, it's a, you are allergic, an allergy. Oh, okay, allergies, allergies, I couldn't remember the yes. word allergy. So people were having like allergic responses to various types of food and um, these doctors were saying that they believe um, that more of the research that's coming out is, is starting to point toward um, that our guts get all messed up and then we st- we mm. develop what's called leaky gut yep. and then leaky gut starts causing all these problems all these um, allergy allergic reactions these uh, autoimmune issues within our bodies we suddenly become allergic to lots of different things, dairy or, or um, you know, gluten is one of them and stuff like that. And apparently, according to one doctor, he claimed that gluten um, is, is fine for our bodies to take as long as we have the right proteins or the right somethings in our gut that can break it down. But our guts are getting so messed up that a lot of us are losing the ability to break down gluten, and now our body's having having yeah. these game changers, autoimmune uh, responses to that. It kind of goes over that. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's pretty fascinating, but what's interesting is, um, there are these kind of holistic, uh, witch doctor type people who will, who will test you for allergies and stuff like that. And they test you based on like muscle strength. If you're allergic to something, your body goes weak Yeah. compared to if you're, if you're not. And so, um, so it makes me wonder. It's like all these people, these athletes, and other things that are eating stuff that they're, they're processed foods and other things that because of due to gut health or poor gut health or whatever else, um, their body is not doing well with that, and you're having these allergic reactions to it, whether it's dairy or it's processed sugars or whatever else. Are you just participating in all of these activities with in a weakened state? Because your body, it's having this allergic response well, to all these different and things. Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger won a lot of trophies. You know, strongest man in the world for a little while there, and uh, he was drinking beer while working out. So, you know, it depends on your age, right? Too.
1: Well, <laughs> it yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But also, um, I mean, they they think that they claim that foods it's are beer different beer now. Beer is a
0: recovery beverage, by the way. Right. That's
1: yeah. that's what all ultra runners believe yes. anyway. That's the one thing, is I'd go to... Yeah, so I so I grew up and am <coughs> uh, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So in our church, we we live by what we call the Word of Wisdom. And in that Word of Wisdom, it's like no alcohol, no drugs, no tobacco, no coffee, tea. And then there's a bunch of do's, like uh, a big list it within that Word of Wisdom of things that you should eat. Like fruits and vegetables, fresh fruits and vegetables, the scripture says fruits and vegetables in the season thereof so fresh fruits and vegetables grains are good uh herbs which is vegetables um all these things are good does it mention Reese's peanut butter cups because those were really good
0: yeah no it's yeah. it's implied okay um
1: <laughs> but then uh it talks about um eating little to no meat and like meats available to eat but it's suggested to eat it in times of cold or famine um but not to eat a lot of it. And so I look at those things, and I like the carnivore diet, for example. Well, that kind of goes contrary to what my religion teaches and what I believe was instruction from God on, on how we should take care of our bodies and stuff. So if I'm eating just meat, it's like, well, God kind of said to limit that. And if that's all I'm eating, then meh. But he did say fresh better, fruits and vegetables. Or, rid of well, your, right.
0: Whatever you were experiencing, you'd be like, well,
1: was wrong on that one, <laughs> right? So, yeah. so it just it, with all these diets that are going around, it just makes me wonder, and, and where one person is having success on one diet but not on another, and then another person having success on that one. That it's diet it's so. all
0: individual. Um, two, it's whatever you can sustain, because a diet you can't sustain is pointless. Um, and you know, if you can avoid sugar, is great. Uh, I've I've read that the what's the Mediterranean type diet what is that that Mediterranean 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 diet diet or whatever that's like one of the ones that is good for you you can maintain it it's not hard fish fresh vegetables fruits less meats like you said um it's it's a good way of eating you know for whole foods um i have been um intermittent fasting for almost two weeks now and feel fantastic yeah so that's one diet is you just don't eat
1: yeah there (laughs) you go (laughs) for a period of time so it's working out pretty good yeah yeah last couple of so I was when I was in college I read this study where they took a and I wish I I n- remember the details of the study like what what university did this study or whatever but they took an orange fresh off a tree and they took an orange out of or maybe it was an apple a, a piece of fruit <laughs> off a tree it was a pomegranate. And, the <laughs> and then one out of uh, a store and they tested it for like the nutritional value of the fruits and the fruit that was in the store had like a tiny, tiny percentage of the nutritional value. Pretty much to the point where they're like, "Yeah, this is—it's not even like worth eating. There's almost it's no nutritional value." orange. Yeah, and then the ones fresh off the tree is like, "Oh, this is chock full of vitamins and nutrients and minerals and all this good stuff." Um, and they compared the two, and it was just night or day difference. And then they, then they explained or I remember an explanation of why that might be, and they said, well, this, this fruit that's in the store, it was picked before it was ripe. It sat on a on a shelf uh, in a grocery store when it was finally time to come out. They waxed it up and, and added some, sometimes artificial flavor and artificial color even, sometimes, um, to make things look good, Like, but it doesn't have the value because it never, it never went through the whole growing process on the tree. And then there's this other study now, I just heard about this. I didn't actually read the study. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. But they were testing tomatoes that were grown out in the sun versus... Tomatoes are never good for you. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> um, tomatoes that were grown out in the sun versus a tomato that was grown in a um, in a... I am struggling like with the words. Yeah, indoors. and yeah. in, in What is that? A greenhouse. And um, they said that a normal... A normal tomato grown outdoors has like over 300 they call it phytochemicals or something like that um and some of those phytochemicals can help uh protect like help protect your skin from the sun and stuff like that help fight against skin cancers and those types of things Um, and you think about it tomatoes grow in places where there's lots of sun where it tends to be really hot and and so if you're living in those places, eating tomatoes during those hottest parts of the year where the sun's the the strongest and stuff is valuable if it's protecting your sun against that sort of thing. But the tomatoes that were grown in tree houses and tree houses and greenhouses.
0: The tree <laughs> houses is another story.
1: Right. That's another one. Um, had less than like had 50... Phytochemicals. They found 50 phytochemicals within that tomato versus over 300 in the one outside, and some of those phytochemicals that help protect against sun weren't there. They were missing, and so I thought that's interesting. And yet, there are other doctors that say you know um, tomatoes are a night are part of the nightshade family, which is a poisonous family of plants. Usually, eating tomatoes all year round isn't necessarily the best thing so sometimes like eating them when they're they're ripe and fresh and stuff like that that might be good for you but eating them all year round all the time and eating ones that are sold in the store that may have been grown in greenhouses for example may not have the nutritional value and could have some negative side effects i mean so it's all kind of interesting
0: nutrition is crazy man i don't know what's. Uh you do you out there uh, and let me know <laughs> what's working for you I, yeah I do like the uh, I've been able to s- to s- like I don't see myself stopping uh, intermittent fasting anytime like I don't have a to yeah me, for me it's working great yeah uh, so I feel better I'm tired right now just because I, I got up at like 5 in the morning but um, for the most part I've got energy all day I'm not, I mean uh, every now and then I'll have hunger but not really lost a couple pounds feel better yeah anyway
1: I have to say, though, it's the key for me is every time I cut out processed foods yeah, and sugars, a
0: big deal. Sugars are bad. I feel
1: great. Yeah. And when I'm eating it, I feel like garbage. And that goes for in the outdoors, too. I I stop eating that stuff. I lose weight. I feel better. I'm well, not sore. I'm not to, stiff. I
0: just to basically Whole Foods when I'm backpacking and no goos or any of that kind of stuff. And not even, uh, like, cliff Bars. You know, I try to take sandwiches, pre-packed sandwiches. Um... Uh, string cheeses, which is a processed cheese, but the string cheese, and uh, I guess, God, I guess this is processed too, but like a but like a beef jerky, like, yeah. a, jerky, like a meat, okay. yeah. um, cheeses and meats, and I found that I my performance was better. I, I didn't bonk hiking, yeah. long days, you know, um, yeah, and not not down in a Red Bull, right? Random Red Bull, not taking that stuff into the backcountry or anything weird. It's just water and whole and whole foods and then of course the dehydrated foods are loaded with crap. yeah
1: yeah we get we get lara bars um that are i mean it's like five or six ingredients per bar and, and i like those they're they're yummy but i i don't eat them a whole lot um they're i just kind of feel like well if it's in a if it's in a package it's probably it's processed to some extent some some Packaged foods are much less processed than others, but I just think well, if, I, if I have to prepare it, that's a good thing, and if it's pre-prepared for me, that's probably not, and so I've, I've kind of gone the same route. It's like I, I try to err on the side of more preparation, um, more food prep, and more uh, fresh foods, and those types of things, um, but I think I've mentioned this on other podcasts, y- you know, during the, near the end of the summer when peaches are in season, I'll go buy a bunch of fresh peaches at the at the fruit stands down the road and and that becomes my hiking trail running food of choice. If I'm gonna hike up Ben Lomond and or trail run up it or down it or whatever and I know hey I'm gonna be out for four hours or three hours, uh, I can take two peaches and that'll get me up and down and it feel great the whole time two peaches and a peaches, man. You couple need. bottles That's of water a brand
0: right there That's and two peaches nutrition <laughs> <laughs>
1: and so anyway I and I just find it yeah if I'm eating clean food and, and that sort of thing I just feel better all around and I I have more energy and um, and yeah I'm just finding that more more and more that processed food is it, it's it is probably killing me slowly but I'm starting to notice more now that when I eat it, I feel like I am dying. <laughs> in the moment, I just like, oh, I just feel like garbage, and I wake up the next morning, I'm stiff and sore, and have a hard time getting out of bed, and yeah, so interesting. Um, I'm sure there's lots of people who are also interested in dieting that are listening to this that are like, you guys are idiots, or which is or great, um, yeah, and we really don't know what we're talking
0: about, but it's a fun to, to. This is kind of people have these conversations. All the time, every day. Like right. What are, you, what are you eating? What are you what are dieting? Oh, you look good. Oh, I need to lose weight. What are you right. So let us know what you're doing. I'd like to, and how you make it through the summer. It's your summer bod plan.
1: Yeah. So you're doing intermittent fasting and I'm currently. Yeah. And it's like and it's doing, doing a good, lifestyle. Doing good stuff for you. You were talking about how you just have like heartburn and some of those types of things gone. and that like gone from that. And gone. Um, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. S- I've have started kind of doing that. I wouldn't call it like intentional intermittent fasting, but as you've talked about it a little bit, I'm I just like, and I eat dinner at six o'clock or something like that with the family, and instead of it having a snack before bed, it's just like no, nah, I'm gonna pass up on the snack, and then I wake up in the morning. It's like I'm gonna wait to eat breakfast for well, a little while. It's
0: still good for you. So, so. I've I read a couple things. One, after twelve hours, your body somewhere around that twelve hour mark for me, for guys, uh, women are a little different. Uh, for and, and I've also read women should fast if they're doing the like a 16-8 to do like a shorter time period, so 15-9 or something. Um, but what I've read, just of course, what I've read. Um,
1: where was we going with this? Uh, you're fasting. You got rid of heartburn. Oh, no, and 12 other hours. Foods. So oh um,
0: yeah. so after 12 hours, your body goes into like a repair mode. because it No, it's like, oh, I haven't had any food. Now I can start to rather Instead than digest right. I'm, I'm repairing um, and then so but I also saw this guy who's a, a pretty famous nutritionist the Harvard guy Harvard study guy who said um, yeah you know 12 hours is great 12 hours is enough like if you're just starting do 12 hours and it's very similar to what you're doing where it's like once you eat it like if you, if you eat early you know, around 7 o'clock 8 o'clock and then you get up in the morning and you wait eight or nine or ten to have breakfast that's, that's 14 hours it just goes by you know 13 14 hours it goes by pretty fast and a lot of people do that on accident and that time frame is enough to put your body back into repair mode for a little bit before you go shoving it full of food all day
1: right but and that's that's interesting to me because sometimes when I'm not intentional about it I find that I I eat before i go to bed and i wake up and the first thing i do is grab some food and where, so we get, like where we get in
0: trouble is like right before you go to bed and there's a cookie sitting out or some right. some snack or, or a soft drink or something because anything other than water or coffee or water is you know, if you, calories in counts it takes you out of your fast and so if you eat dinner and then like if you grab a candy or a chip or you know Anything b- right before bed, a, a drink, that would count. That would take you out of the fast. So, yeah, you got. That's 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 the hard part.
1: Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, like I said, right before bed, I'd eat. Right when I wake up, I'd eat. So that's six hours, seven hours, eight hours, maybe if it's a good night's sleep. Um, that's that's not enough. But if I stop eating at six or seven or whatever. And then when I wake up, I get the kids ready for school, and I get ready for work, and I, and I eat when I get to work. It, my work allows that, so I can I can eat something maybe at 10, uh, 10 o'clock or whatever. Now I'm going from 6 in the evening or 7 in the evening until 10 in the morning the next day, and that's pretty easy because I'm sleeping or I'm busy doing something and I don't think about it. And yeah. uh, that works pretty well for me. So I've started trying to do that a little bit more, be more intentional about when i eat just to see what happens and i haven't been doing it long enough to really see a difference yet but i'll i'll report later yeah report back so i feel great
0: i do like uh, i stop eating at eight o'clock and then i'll eat at noon or allow myself to eat at noon but i'll i easily go to one or two most days before i eat because it's busy yeah it's just easy
1: yeah cool Anyway, yeah, w- uh, we'd be curious to hear what you guys, what works for you guys with your outdoor activities, with your outdoor active lifestyles. Um, what do you eat? What uh, diets do you use? Or, or maybe you don't do a diet, but what do you like to eat and, and what works? So we'd love yep. to hear from you. So Instagram, is that the best way to? I think so, because, yeah, just message us on Instagram, DM us. Yeah, so our uh, we're at gear underscore three zero on Instagram. So, thanks for joining us for this podcast. Hopefully you found it interesting and got you thinking about some some stuff. And, and share with us what you uh, contribute to this conversation. We'd love to hear it. So, uh, you can like us on Facebook and uh, check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Uh, we have a lot of winter clearance going on right now. Everything is going fast. So, um, check us out soon if there's things that you need uh, for winter for next year now's the best time to get it because you'll get it at a killer deal um, if we have it in stock so Um, thanks I think that's it right Yeah. thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode